0: Hello, and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, I'm going to share with you a chanting sound that you can use to develop greater calm, ease, and also start to release and heal some stuck trauma if it's there. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So, have you ever had a gut instinct? I'm sure you have. It's that feeling that arises in our belly that tells us something is off or that something is right. It's often where we feel a deep sense of trust or intuition or fear. Now, this gut response isn't just some mystical occurrence. There are hundreds of millions of neurons in this region of the body, specifically lining the GI tract. And they're responding to the world around you, just like the neurons in your brain would be responding, which is why this area is is often considered the second brain. And from an evolutionary perspective, it's our most primal, uh, fundamental, oldest brain, which is why you might have a sense that something is off before you really have the thoughts or the cognitive understanding of it. Or you might have a feeling like, oh, this this just feels good, right? Before you've formulated thoughts or rational ideas about why you would justify that. But these two brain systems, the one we're more familiar with in our head and this gut brain system, are are not separate. They're constantly communicating with each other through this highway-like system called the vagus nerve system. And So we could think of it there being an upstairs and a downstairs, and a lot of the upstairs brain's decisions are informed by experiences happening downstairs. Likes, dislikes, attractions, repulses, and fears and desires. These are mostly coming from what we're calling our gut reactions, and there's much more happening there than we're often even aware of. Now, the reason this is so important is because so much of our sense of comfort and safety comes from the gut area feeling safe and receiving information in a way that it perceives uh, to be safe. But when it is overloaded with stimulation and information, it can be such a painful and dreadful experience that the response of the system is to shut down, to immobilize. And we essentially cut out this experience from our awareness. In other words, we stop receiving information from our gut brain up through the vagus nerve to our more evolved brain. So I just want to share a quote with you by Dr. Peter Levine, trauma therapist, from his book, In an Unspoken Voice. And he says, in in order to prevent trauma as well as to reverse it when it has already occurred, individuals must become aware of their visceral sensations. In addition, our gut sensations are vital in orchestrating positive feelings of aliveness and in directing our lives. They are also the source of much of our intuition. In states of immobilization and shutdown, the sensations in our guts are so dreadful that we routinely block them from our consciousness. But the strategy of absence only maintains the status quo at best, keeping both brain and body hopelessly stuck in an information traffic jam. It is a recipe for trauma and a diminished life, a cardboard life. So just notice what it's like to, to listen to that. Notice if any of this resonates. If you've experienced trauma, you may have a, an experiential sense of what this is pointing to. If you haven't experienced significant trauma, chances are you are familiar with what it's like to experience intense sensation in the body and to numb, turn away, or distract yourself. The point of all of this is that we can't chronically distract ourselves from all of the information coming in through the gut. And if we do, it's just going to lead to greater numbness and less pleasure and joy and aliveness and intuition and fluidity and vibrancy so how do we work with this there are a lot of different strategies and a lot of ways to also activate the vagus nerve but one of them is through vibration in the body specifically sound this is why chanting and singing can be really healing and powerful especially when done in a community but peter levine offers a a sound that he has termed vu so it sounds like this Voo! I don't know how pleasant that sounds over the microphone, but it feels really good for me to do it. And as you as you do this chant, which you know, if if you've ever done yoga before, maybe you've done Om. It's a a similar uh, resonance. Voo is used more in a secular setting. I don't know why it's um, it's that sound in particular, but this is what he recommends. And the more that you do it, the sound itself starts to open, expand, and vibrate the viscera in, in a way that starts to turn back on, so to speak, the system that was shut down before. And so as you do this chant, the main thing you're focusing on are the the vibrations that are stimulated in the belly so let's do it together assuming you're not in a room with people where this would be awkward and if you are you could just listen again to this beautiful sound but if you can do it with me let's try it so we'll take a a deep breath in through the nose breathing in and then just chanting vu vu all the way until a full completion of the exhale. You can let there be a pause if there is and then wait for the next inhale to arise organically and then you repeat the voo sound again. As you're doing this, you're bringing awareness to your body, but specifically your abdomen. And it's still a mindfulness practice. You're bringing the same quality of awareness, attention and presence to the experience. Uh, but the experience here is the vibration of the sound moving through you. And you might even hear a, a difference in my voice right now as I'm talking. At least I can hear and feel it. It's slightly more uh, deep. And if you do this practice, let's just say 10 rounds of it, you will notice a difference in your body. There will be a little bit more energy there. You'll most likely feel more grounded. Your voice will change. It will be, uh, be more full and I just find it as a, a great practice to develop a deeper sense of calm and connection with my body. So if I find myself caught up in my head a lot, if I'm doing a lot of work on the computer or thinking about things, this is a, a great way to just reconnect me to my body, but also the most fundamental systems responsible for uh, keeping me alive and making me feel safe. So it's something that you could do at the beginning of your meditation practice. But I've also had students that have made this their meditation practice, and they just do 10 or 15 minutes of the voo sound. So try it out. Again, if if you have people in the house, family, kids, it might be weird to do this. Uh, I say more power to you if you feel comfortable uh, letting them just turn their heads being like what is going on Uh, but a simple way around that is you could just do it in the car Uh, a great place to do it a lot of privacy uh, and great acoustics as well so my suggestion would be try this out for three minutes a day uh, see how it goes see how it feels for you and if you do know that you're working with trauma and you're working with a therapist this might be a, a nice addition to your meditation practice as a way to get a little bit more movement and stimulation in some of those areas of the system that may still be numb and demobilized. All right, thanks so much. I appreciate your practice. I will talk to you soon, and until next time, take care.